0: Hey guys, I'm Mandy B. Anderson, and you're listening to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I'm the chief creative officer, a motivational speaker, and a life and business coach at a company called Rayma Team. I'm also thriving in the face of a life-threatening illness called cystic fibrosis. This weekly podcast is a series of real-life stories and conversations meant to encourage you with hope, And more importantly, equip you with action steps to transform your life, your career, and your relationships. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. All right, Overcomers, before we dive into a brand new episode, I want to talk to you about something super important. Have you ever tried to keep up with a gratitude journal but felt like it was kind of stale? Something that I hear over and over again from brand new clients is that they have a hard time finding five things to be thankful for. And really, this can be a really challenging exercise when you don't already have that attitude of gratitude. So we have made it super simple for you here at Rayma Team. We actually turned... What used to be a 30-day journal that you had to purchase, we turned it into a free download. That's right. You don't have to wait for the journal to show up at your door. You can actually go and download it and start using it right now. In fact, our private clients have loved this content so much that they went into the coaching vault and started devouring it before I ever made it part of their homework assignment. So here's how it works, okay? You set a timer for five minutes every day and answer one question a day for 30 days. That's it. I guarantee you're going to find things to be grateful for that you've never thought of before. So you can go get your download instantly at www.raymateam.com forward slash gratitude builder. Again, that's www dot r-a-y-m-a-t-e-a-m dot c-o-m forward slash g-r-a-t-i-t-u-d-e-b-u-i-l-d-e-r com forward slash gratitude builder I seriously cannot wait to hear how your outlook improves when you apply This gratitude builder to your life. Seriously, you have to come and tell me, okay? So go get your download right now and let's grab our coffee and dive into a brand new episode of the podcast for this week. Hello, overcomers, and welcome to the final episode of 2019. I know, can you believe it? We are actually going to be taking a break from new episodes for about a month, and we'll be coming back to you in 2020 with some brand new guests, some brand new series, and all that jazz. It's it's going to be a great year, but I wanted to end 2019 on a, a high note. And so one of the things that I want to share with you today in today's episode is the last two books of 2019 that have really impacted me this year. So this is kind of like our second episode of the book club series. So there are, uh, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, how many books did I read this year? Not as many as I had planned to originally. My goal was like to read three to four books a month. That did not happen. However, I have read about... We're probably going to end at right around 10 to 11 personal growth or professional growth or uh, spiritual growth books this year. And so I'm okay with that. And there are fiction books included in that. So today I want to share with you two books. One is a kind of like a financial growth book. And the other is a fictional spiritual growth book, if you will. So the first book I want to share with you is one called Secrets of Six-Figure Women by Barbara Stani. Now, I have to give you a backstory on this. I picked this book up a decade ago, and I started working through it. And at the time, we were six figures in debt. I was stressed out. I was like that guy, like there used to be this financial commercial on TV around this time back in 2009 and it was this guy uh, mowing his lawn with this pasted on smile on his face and he's like I'm in debt up to my eyeballs but he had like this big huge yard and this beautiful house and he was you know smiling through the fact that he can't afford anything he has in life and so that that was such a uh it, it, was, it was a commercial that was burned into my brain because I knew what that felt like back at that point in, in my life because we were six figures in debt um, in a very similar situation. And so I picked this book up, Sec- Secrets of Six-Figure Women by Barbara Stanny, and I started working through it. And it was challenging for me because it brought up a lot of emotions. There was a lot of emotional... Uh, attachments to where we were at financially at that time, so it stressed me out kind of, and I I kind of stopped reading it very early on. I didn't get very far into it, and then our apartment fire happened, and it went down with the ship. Like it it, I never got it back, and so this year was the year when I I got the book again. In fact, I I asked for it as a Christmas gift last year, and I read it back in. I think I started reading it in February. And again, it brought up a lot of things, even though I could see the growth that I've had in the last decade with my money mindset and and everything attached to that. But it still took me until, let's see here, I think I actually started this in January. It took me until August to finally finish it. And I really let myself um, simmer on some of the the concepts and the journal exercises that were in here. So, I'm I'm proud of myself for finishing it, but to be honest, it was really encouraging. It was it's a book that is filled with a lot of stories of successful women, of women who have had hard financial times and what they learned, women who had hard financial times and didn't grow from it. And so it's a book full of stories and action steps all at the same time. And I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So the first thing I want to share with you is that on page 68, there is a quiz where you can find out if you are an under earner. She talks a lot about this. In fact, the the tagline of this book is surprising strategies to up your earnings and change your life. And she talks a lot about the difference between under earners and um, successful high earners. And there's there's a quiz you can take. And I remember taking this back in 2009. And yeah, I had the mindset of an under earner. In fact, um, the scoring says this. If you circled two or more of statements 1 through 15, you're probably earning less than your potential despite your efforts and or desire to make more. If you circled two or more of statements 16 through 30, you're likely in the upper income brackets of your profession or industry. Are you ready to go even higher? So you might be wondering, what did I circle? I circled uh, three statements of one through 15. So I'm like right on the cusp of probably earning less than my potential. I know I am, but we're there. We're we're There's growth. And then I circled 10 of the statements 16 through 30 of um, being in the upper income brackets of your profession or your industry. And so what I learned from this is that there definitely is a growth season. There's a process to facing your mindset about money, to facing your skill set about money, because that is a skill set that that you have Full control over whether or not you grow your skill in that area, and it was really fascinating to see how I have grown. Um, one of the things that I underlined that I want to share with you is in chapter three, right on the very first page, it says, "Under earning need not be a life sentence." We all have it in us to upgrade our status on the income scale, and I wanted to share that with you today because it's true. And the other day I did a, a Ask Us Anything Facebook Live, and uh, one of our coaching clients in our Remitim Team University monthly coaching program was asking me, okay, what are some tips you have about staying positive when you are in the midst of paying off a lot of debt? Um, and, you know, a lot of debt can be, you know, it doesn't really matter what the number is. When you're in debt and you're living paycheck to paycheck, it can feel life sucking. It can like take the wind out of your sails. It can make you feel hopeless. And I'm really thankful for the fact that I know what that experience is like because it it gives me some empathy and some common ground to be able to help other people who are going through what I have overcome. And so um one of the the questions was how do you stay positive within that? And It can be so easy to fall into this mindset of it's never going to get better. I'm always going to be an under earner. I'm always going to live paycheck to paycheck. But right there, you guys, if that's what you've thought, that is the first thing that needs to change is your thought process. Because as long as you believe that, you're never going to try harder. You're never going to work on improving your skill. You're just going to accept your lot in life and that's it. But you were made for more. And underearning does not have to be a life sentence. So here's a few other things that I underlined from this chapter. It's called The Chapter is Raising the Bar from the book Secrets of Six Figure Women by Barbara Stani. She said When I examined the stories from former underearners, I made an interesting discovery. Their financial achievement was always preceded. By a financial challenge. More specifically, the shift to higher earnings began as soon as they were willing to admit something was wrong. Oh my gosh, you guys, seriously, that is a life changing truth right there. It doesn't matter if it's money, financial situations, life situations, relationship situations, it doesn't matter. It's true no matter what. The shift To higher levels. Okay. I'm I'm paraphrasing here and making making this apply to every area of life because it it does. The shift to a higher level begins as soon as you are willing to admit that something is wrong. When I have worked with people, there have been moments where clients do not want to admit that there's a problem. In fact, I had several years ago, I had parents of a 20-something adult come into my office with this 20-something adult to do a free consult and see if we would be a good fit and if, um, if we were going to work together. And I sat there and I listened to the concerns of the parents. And then I listened to the excuses of the, the individual sitting in front of me. And I looked at her and I said, listen, listen, Until you're willing to make some changes and admit that there's a problem, I won't be able to help you. And we won't work well together until you admit that. And it's true, you guys. I don't want to work with people who are not ready to make the changes that they need to or admit that they need changes in the first place. So this statement seriously has struck a chord with me right now as I'm talking to you in this podcast because it's so true. The moment you are willing to admit that something needs to change is the moment when a higher level is possible. So, um, here she goes on to say a few more things. Ignoring that job that you don't like, ignoring the bills piling up, ignoring the checkbook that's never balanced is exactly what gets us into trouble. Indeed, the moment we stop waiting and start acting, We have the opportunity to walk through a doorway to a richer, fuller, more abundant life. All right, later on in this book, she actually gives you a three-page journal exercise to really work on your money mindset. And whoo, this is quite the exercise, let me tell you. Um, She goes through, you know, dealing with your mindset of what's your earliest memory of money? Were you giving an allowance? Were you paid by for chores or grades, you know, how old were you when you had your first job? What was the structure of uh like income in your family, like who was in charge of it, who was expected to do what? It's it's an in-depth exercise that was eye-opening. Like seriously, I just poured myself some coffee, sat in my chair and got it done. And woo, the things I learned about myself in my mindset was a little unsettling. But also amazing because it gave me a starting point. It gave me um, a, a snapshot of what my mindset is and where I want it to go and what needs to be changed within that. So I highly, highly encourage you to pick up this book and go through the exercises within it. The last thing I want to share from from this book with you today is on page one hundred and one, and she asks a provocative question, and it says this. If you were on your deathbed, looking back at your life, what would make you feel happiest and most satisfied with how you lived? Let me ask that to you again. If you were on your deathbed, looking back at your life, what would make you feel happiest and most satisfied with how you lived? These are the type of questions that some people don't like to think about. They don't want to think about it because it's uncomfortable. Because it forces them to admit that maybe their reality isn't what they would want. And I'm okay with those uncomfortable questions. In fact, I love those uncomfortable questions. I ask those uncomfortable questions to the people around me. And I ask them to myself. But when I hear other people ask them of me... It really makes me stop and think, wow, okay, how am I gonna really answer this? Because when you're asking it of yourself, that's one thing. When somebody else is pointing it out to you and asking it to you, it's another level because now you get to hear yourself say it out loud. You get to hear somebody else asking you that. And so I love those uncomfortable questions because they lead to vulnerable answers. So I encourage you. To pick up this book by Barbara Stanny, The Secrets of Six-Figure Women, and not only read it, but apply it. Apply the action steps. Give yourself permission to let some ideas and some journal exercises simmer, but make it a part of your 2020 reading list. You're going to learn so many things about yourself. You're going to be encouraged by the stories. So, all right, here is the last book I want to share with you on today's episode and for 2019's book series. It is a spiritual fiction book and it is called The Alchemist. I'm totally going to botch the dude's name. I haven't heard it said. So, it's by Paulo. I don't know how you say this. Coelho? It's C O E L H O. And I apologize, Paulo, for. Probably, probably butchering your name, but you wrote an amazing book if you're if you ever hear this, which you probably won't, but if you did, that would be amazing. But The Alchemist is a book that I read this year in 2019 and it brought tears to my eyes. I read this back in April, so I must have started it in like March because it was, ugh, I loved it. Oh my gosh, I loved it so much. I just need to simmer and sit here in the silence of reveling in how much I love this book and take a sip of coffee. Okay, so I really did. I loved it. So um, a friend of mine suggested this book to me. And since then, I've had several other friends be like, oh my gosh, I love that book too. And so I highly, highly recommend it. Um, here's what I want to share with you from this book. So it's this story of a shepherd boy who leaves the comfort of being a shepherd boy on a search for his treasure. He doesn't really know what his treasure is. And it's um, just this beautiful story that if you're well acquainted with the Bible, you're going to see some parallels to it. In fact, one of my favorite parts of this book, um, hopefully I can find it later on and refer to it, but at the very end, There's a story that is totally a story from the Bible, but it's told from a completely different point of view that I just thought was phenomenal. So, okay, on page 15 of this book, here's what it says You came so that you could learn about your dreams, said the old woman, and dreams are the language of God. So, here's the interesting thing about this book it's all about. Finding your purpose in life. That's really what it comes down to. On page 26, I underline this. It says, People learn early in their lives. What is their reason for being? said the old man with a certain bitterness. Maybe that's why they gave up on it so early, too. But that's the way it is. Later on, the old man says, If you start out by promising what you don't even have yet, you'll lose your desire to work. Toward getting it, Ooh, that really hit me. Um, I want to find this story though that I wanted to share with you. So, towards the end, um, on page one hundred and thirty-four, I underlined this passage and put like five hearts by it. So I must have really loved this. Um, it says, "Let's see who's saying this." Um, I think he's talking about his heart. So his, his, he's. And having a conversation with himself. He says, people are afraid to pursue their most important dreams because they feel that they don't deserve them or that they'll be unable to achieve them. We, their hearts, become fearful just thinking of loved ones who go away forever or of moments that could have been good but weren't or of treasures that might have been found but were forever hidden in the sands. Because when these things happen, we suffer terribly. My heart is afraid that it will have to suffer, the boy told the alchemist one night as they looked up at the moonless sky. Tell your heart that the fear of suffering is worse than the suffering itself, and that no heart has ever suffered when it goes in search of its dreams, because every second of the search is a second's encounter with God and with eternity. Every second of the search is an encounter with God, the boy told his heart. When I have been truly searching for my treasure, every day has been luminous because I've known that every hour was a part of the dream that I would find it. When I have been truly searching for my treasure, I've discovered things along the way that I never would have seen had I not had the courage to try things that seemed impossible for a shepherd to achieve. So his heart was quiet for an entire afternoon. That night, the boy slept deeply, and when he awoke, his heart began to tell him things that came from the soul of the world. It said that all people who are happy have God within them. Oh, seriously, you guys, I loved this book. Like, I, I think I cried when it was done. It was just so, oh, it just spoke to me. Um, okay, so here's this part um that you know what i'm not going to try to explain to you cuz i don't want to ruin it for you and i think i think it would actually give you give you too many spoilers but i do highly highly recommend this um it's a book that is going to first of all make you feel connected to your creator in ways that maybe you haven't felt connected before um it's a book that is going to open up your your mind and your heart to other cultures and to how things how other people see the world. But I love the underlying theme within it that you know when you go after your dream, you have a lot of experiences and opportunities to experience God in new ways. That's really what this is all about. It's You know, there's a part in this book where he is delayed in a a certain place for longer than he planned because he, you know, stays there for a little bit to help help a shop owner grow his shop. And he kind of gets stuck in this, you know, mundane life existence on the way to his dream. And then a few months or years later, he remembers, oh, yeah, I was on my way to find my treasure and I kind of forgot about it for a while. And then he picks it back up and goes after it. And I think it's just such a great parallel to how going after your dreams really is in life because it really does have an ebb and flow to it. There's going to be seasons where it's exciting and then there's going to be seasons where it's hard and and it drags on and you didn't maybe think about what it would be like in the middle on the way there and how are you going to keep going after it? Are you going to keep going after it or are you going to give up? Or are you going to maybe take some time to rest and recharge and then get back up again and continue after that thing in your heart that you can't get away from? So this is why I loved the book, The Alchemist. I could talk about it forever, but I'm just going to leave you with that because these two books have a lot in store for you if you make them a part of your reading plan for 2020. So I hope that you're encouraged by this podcast episode. I hope that this entire year that we've spent together in the first 40 episodes of the She Who Overcomes podcast have encouraged you, have challenged you, have maybe given you moments to laugh, to cry, to feel, to think. And more than anything, I hope it really has helped you rise up and overcome that thing that you've been battling with. So I'm going to take a break from the podcast for about a month, maybe a little more, and we're going to come back in 2020 with more podcast episodes, new guests, new series for you. Until then, this is the perfect chance for you to go and listen to the episodes that maybe you've missed. You know, in 40 episodes, you've maybe missed some. So go back, re-listen to your favorites, listen to the ones you've missed. If you want to work with me in any capacity... I would love to be your coach. So go to raymateam.com. That's Raymateam R-A-Y-M as in Mandy A T E A M dot com and click on the courses button or click on the university button. And you can download, you can, you know, purchase the courses that you want to work on, or you can join the Rayma Team University and work with me every month. Plus, get access to every course that we offer, every download that we have in our library. It's like a Netflix membership, right? Like you get everything. It's like the Netflix of coaching. But it really is, um, you know, we've designed Rayma Team University to be the the coaching solution, the digital coaching solution for busy professionals. So if that's something that you want to do, guess what? It is so affordable. It's $37 a month. $37 $37 a month you guys to get access to every course that we offer and to get monthly coaching. You can ask me some questions in our community board, our members only community board and get some personalized direction for your life. You may even have a chance to get on the call with me on our monthly group coaching call and um get some personal one-on-one coaching with Rachel and I, my best friend. And so if that's something you want to do for $37 a month and make that a part of your growth plan for 2020, Go to com. click on the university, and join us today for $37 a month. All right, you guys. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we will see you next year when we return with brand new episodes of the She Who Overcomes podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back with another episode for you next week, but for now... If you would take a moment and write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that would mean the world to me. I also want to give a shout out to my very handsome husband, Mr. Nate Anderson, for editing this podcast. For more information, go to www.raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under the name Ms. Mandy B. Anderson. Oh, and one last thing. I hope you heard something today that gave you the courage to rise up and overcome that thing that you've been facing. You're stronger than you think. I'll see you next week.